This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm a board-certified emergency critical care specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us today. Today, we're going to be talking about something called reproductive emergencies. In other words, problems with being a female or male that can actually result in an emergency visit to your veterinarian. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, cat people, litter box smells always on your mind. Think about your cat, not the box, with World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that delivers big odor control in a tiny package. World's Best Cat Litter harnesses the concentrated power of corn to trap odors deep inside the litter. Ready to knock out smells and use less litter? Find World's Best Cat Litter at Target, Walmart, and in your local grocery and pet stores. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Pet Life Radio. We're super excited to talk about reproductive emergencies. Now, most of the time when I see dogs or cats in the veterinary emergency room, the majority of them, probably 90%, are spayed or neutered. And what that means for a female is that we've gone in and removed both ovaries and the uterus, or in a dog, that we've neutered them where we remove both their testicles. So a lot of people aren't even aware of what we're surgically doing, but really important that you talk to your veterinarian about that when we desex an animal. Now, most of the emergencies that I'm going to talk about in this episode are in intact animals. What does that mean? That means they haven't been desexed or they haven't been spayed or neutered. Now, as a veterinary specialist, I always recommend that you spay or neuter a family pet. And the main reason why is because it's really important to help reduce pet overpopulation. I know a lot of people out there want to breed their dog or cat to allow their kids to experience the miracle of life. But I always tell people there sometimes can be pretty expensive costs associated with that. What do you need to know? Well, if you want your children to experience the miracle of life, not only do you potentially have to pay another owner or breeder to breed your dog, but you have to have two to $3,000 in emergency funds. Why is that? Because sometimes dogs or cats may need an emergency C-section, a cesarean section, just like in human medicine. Now, this is relatively rare, but if it's a dog that has a really big head, like an English bulldog or a French bulldog, these are dogs that oftentimes are born by C-section. So for that reason, I always say not only does it help minimize the risk of pet overpopulation, but it's healthier for your dog and cat to actually be spayed or neutered. Now, one of the biggest emergencies I see in female intact dogs especially older female dogs, is something called a pyometra. And this is basically a severe infection of the uterus. It can actually be life-threatening. And unfortunately, it's when pus, 
secondary to E. coli grows in the uterus. And this can happen in dogs or cats that aren't spayed. It's because they have hormones that are being released in their ovaries that basically result in a secondary inflammation or what we call cystic endometrial hyperplasia that results in this life-threatening pus accumulating in the uterus. Now, you may have heard of something called an open or closed pyometra. Not to be gross, but that basically tells us whether or not that infection is draining out of the uterus or not. So if you notice that your dog is licking excessively or there's a malodorous, stinky green discharge coming out, you definitely need to get to your veterinarian right away, especially if you have an intact, unspayed female. And that's because, again, it can be a life-threatening pyometra. Now, dogs and cats often hide their signs until they're really severe, so a lot of pet owners may not realize that their pet's having a life-threatening infection in their uterus. Some of the signs we see with a pyometra include excessive thirst or urination, not wanting to eat, lethargy or moping around, in cats, hiding in unusual places, vomiting, if you notice that there's abdominal enlargement, in other words, the belly seems bigger, if there's pus dripping out of the hind end or your dog or cat are constantly grooming back there, collapse, an elevated heart rate, not moving, again, these are all signs of a potential pyometra. So how do we treat it and how do we diagnose it? Well, as soon as you get to your emergency vet or your veterinarian, Diagnosis is going to include things like a physical exam. It may also include doing blood work or even an abdominal ultrasound. Most of the time, I will do emergency blood work because I want to see what the white blood cell count and red blood cell count is. Oftentimes, this is really elevated because of the underlying infection. We also want to make sure that kidney function, liver function, salt balance or electrolyte balance, protein level, and blood sugar are all normal before we take your dog or cat to surgery. The next thing we're going to do are either x-rays or ultrasound. The benefit of x-rays is the majority of veterinarians throughout the world have the ability to do x-rays. And what we're looking for is basically the size and the shape of the uterus. Oftentimes, we'll see large tubes or extra fluid-filled organs on the x-ray. And I always like to confirm with a brief ultrasound. And I'm looking for the presence of abnormal fluid in a really distended, big uterus. If I see that, these cases, unfortunately, need emergency surgery. What does that mean? That means that your dog or cat needs to go under anesthesia, have a tube placed into the trachea so we can breathe for them, be started on IV fluids and really strong IV antibiotics to fight the infection, and then go in for an emergency abdominal exploratory. What we typically do is we'll do a middle-of-the-night emergency spay. Now, it's more complicated than a spay that your dog or cat may undergo at a regular veterinarian. And unfortunately, it can cost several thousand dollars for this emergency procedure versus a traditional ovario hysterectomy. The main reason why is because the uterus is much larger, much more inflamed, and a lot more difficult to remove. And because hospitalization postoperatively is longer. In other words, your dog or cat typically needs to be hospitalized for about 24 to 48 hours depending on how stable they are, for treatment, which includes IV antibiotics, IV fluids, and pain medication. So my little tip is it's always less expensive and less harmful for your dog or cat to be spayed before their first heat. You'll end up saving a lot of money in the long run and help minimize the risk to your pet. Also, 
you can help prevent accidental breedings and secondary pet overpopulation at the same time. So talk to your veterinarian about spaying and neutering your pet just so you can avoid that emergency ovario hysterectomy in the middle of the night due to a pyometra at the ER vet. We'll continue with this topic right after these messages from our sponsors. It's not just a sneeze. It could be the pathway to disease. Your dog is at risk for contracting dog flu. That's why it's important to vaccinate your dog for dog flu. Get your dog vaccinated today. Visit dogflu.com for more information. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Licker Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Licker Chops with omega-6, omega-3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Licker Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasevic for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today we're talking about reproductive emergencies. Now, we talked about the biggest problem, pyometra, or a severe infection in the uterus in females. What about intact male dogs? So these are male dogs that haven't been neutered. Some of the underlying problems I can see in intact male dogs include something called prostatitis. And that's basically when the prostate develops an infection that can actually be life-threatening. Now, we don't see a lot of intact dogs anymore because a lot of dogs are neutered. But if your dog is intact, be aware that there's an increased risk of prostatic cancer and an increased risk of prostatitis or inflammation. Unfortunately, if there's an infection or inflammation within the prostate, it can actually cause an abscess in the prostate. And unfortunately, this can actually rupture, resulting in what we call a septic peritonitis. That's when bacteria enters the abdominal cavity and actually goes into the bloodstream and it can make dogs really sick. Thankfully, this is more of a dog versus a cat problem. And that's because cats have a tiny, tiny, tiny prostate. The best way we can avoid this is by talking to your veterinarian about neutering your dog earlier in their life versus later in their life when they may develop this prostatitis or bacterial abscess in their prostate. Again, neutering can also help reduce the risk of a prostatic tumor or cancer called prostatic adenocarcinoma. So what are the signs that we can see with a prostate infection? Oftentimes, we'll see straining to defecate or urinate. We'll see a dog that is taking multiple trips to go outside to try to defecate and nothing's coming out. Sometimes we'll see blood in their urine. Oftentimes, we can see lethargy not eating or moving, vomiting, feeling really warm to the touch, like they have a fever, or generalized malaise. If you notice any of these signs, you always want to get to a veterinarian right away because we may need to do an abdominal ultrasound and some blood work to make sure that that prostate looks okay. Now, there's a couple other rarer emergencies that we can see in intact male dogs. 
And one of them is called a testicular torsion. Now, this actually happens in humans too. It's relatively rare, but once in a while in an intact male dog, the testicle can actually rotate and get twisted. And when that happens, it prevents blood flow and drainage, and it can be really, really painful, and it can result in a life-threatening problem. So again, if you notice any of these signs like not moving, licking excessively, straining to urinate or defecate, bloody urine, a fever, feeling lethargic, or an abnormal swelling in the testicles, you want to get to the ER vet right away. And again, that's because it oftentimes needs to be surgically treated with an emergency neuter. The last medical emergency I wanted to talk about is something called benign prostatic hyperplasia. We veterinarians often abbreviate this BPH. And this is something that all species get as the male gets older. In intact male dogs, what we can see is basically just a benign swelling of the prostate. And this can result in signs of straining to urinate and defecate. This is why a lot of older human gentlemen have to get up multiple times in the night to go to urinate. If you notice this in your dog, you definitely want to go to the vet right away. Benign prostatic hyperplasia is rarely an emergency, but you can see signs such as discomfort, straining to urinate or defecate, and because we can't rule out if it's a prostatitis, an infection, or prostate abscess, you do want to get to a vet right away because sometimes we can treat certain diseases like this with antibiotics or with a medical neuter. When in doubt, like I mentioned before, the cheaper option is always to consider spaying or neutering your pet first. Again, you'll save a lot of money from having to go into the ER vet and it's a lot healthier for your pet. When in doubt, talk to your veterinarian about whether or not it's the right decision for you to spay or neuter your dog or your cat. Well, that brings us to the end of today's show. Find me at drjustinelee.com, on Facebook at drjustinelee, or email me at drjustine at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time, and we'd like to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.